Get an all-access experience with player interviews, exclusive practice information, and post-game analysts with the source you can't find anywhere else. This is South Philly Sauce. Hosted by Flyers game day host Ashlyn Sullivan and Philly sports radio legend Al Morganti. It is hot right now. It's exciting. The city is getting behind it. They're on a nine-game point streak, a three-game winning streak. But since the last time we spoke, they've beaten the Caps, the Red Wings, the Devils. Al and I are a day removed from doing that post-game show for the Devils game, and it was awesome. It was an exciting game and a big win for the Flyers. Yeah, well, to quote um, our favorite Flyer, Cam York, what does he say now? Vibes are high. The vibes are so high. So right now, vibes are very high with the Flyers. And it's a good thing, Ashton, because vibes were really low with the Eagles. So they really needed, the city kind of needed something. The two winner teams, actually, but the Flyers especially, coming up with a winning streak or a point streak like this is unexpected and very appreciated right now. It is. And if you go on social media and you look at anything – that anyone posts about the Eagles and you go in the comments, it's everyone jumping ship to the Flyers, which is dramatic. And it is funny right now. The Eagles are going to get back on track. Everything's fine. But people are just saying, you know what? I'm just going to root for the Flyers because it's easier at this point. Yeah, well, I mean, he, you've been in Philly long enough now. It's, a, it's a, you know, it, it's chaos after it a loss and it's you start the parade after a win. So you're, you're halfway between a parade and drowning yourself right now. So just get used to it because it goes that way from Monday to Tuesday every week. It's a lot. It's a lot to keep up with. And speaking of, of dramatics, let's check in with Frank from Barstool Sports, <laughs> who is a big Devils fan. And if you miss the Flyers-Devils game, this will just recap everything for you. Awful hockey. Timo Meyer is a bum, a bust. And then we get the puck away time and time and time again. What do you think is going to happen? Now the Flyers are now the Flyers are a mile ahead of us. We are so far out of the playoff race. It's the season is over. It's not even Christmas. What a joke! <laughs> oh, it makes me laugh every single time. <laughs> uh, well, maybe they're just like Eagle fans. It sounds like it. I, 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 I can, you yeah, got a I whole can. season left. Oh man, they've had they've had enough uh, success over the Flyers. It can be a little give and take here, but no, I can see where they're upset. I mean, they were supposed to be the hot team coming into this season, and they'd beaten the Flyers in an overtime because the Hughes brothers combined. And and on this night, you know, the Flyers just went at, literally went between the two Hughes brothers to score the overtime game winner. It was terrific, and I I don't mind having. You know what? I love the fact that the Devils fans are that passionate because for a long time it had been kind of you know, have you parade in a parking lot or whatever. So I really appreciate when you beat a team and their fans, that's why people love to beat Philadelphia teams because the right. fans go, go crazy. So that's terrific having that reaction like that. And every fan base should have fans like that, that care that much. Yeah. And it's one of the best new rivalries in hockey as well. And it's really the past couple of years because the devils have those superstars. You see this rivalry kind of for the new age of hockey and those Hughes brothers. And it is uncharacteristic for the devils. They had a ton of turnovers last night, but credit for the flyers for taking advantage of it, especially Owen Tippett in overtime. Yeah. The devils made some, and you know, our favorite fan there mentioned it. You know, Timo Meyer really has struggled for them. And he was supposed to be a big addition. Maybe they just have won too many Swiss. I don't know. But they, but they, but it was, it was, it was a real sweet victory because it's been such a long time. The Devils have Stanley Cups. They've come on and 
you know, one, it seems like every team they needed a big win, there'd be somebody, Eliash or whoever, come in and score a big goal, even Danico, whomever, from back in the day. So this is nice to be able to compete like this, especially when the Devils are running about with Nico Hischer, you know, the number one pick. He played his 400th game against the Flyers. Meanwhile, Nolan Patrick retires the very same day, the second pick that the Flyers got, you know, after the concussions and all. So maybe it's uh, maybe they've now stepped up eye to eye with them. But Rash and I'm telling you, with those two Hughes brothers, uh, it's 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 going to be it's going to take everything to beat them in the next several years. Right. And the Flyers have two more games against the Devils this season, one of them being the stadium series. So these are now games that you circle and look forward to because it's been two epic clashes so far this year. And we've got to talk about Ryan Paling. Have yourself a day, Ryan Paling, two goals against the Devils. And we talked about kind of all season. We've really seen it the past month, this scoring by committee approach where it doesn't have to be one guy. I will say Ryan Paling was at the end of my list of guys I expected to have two goals, but credit to the Flyers because they have options now. Yeah, credit to uh, John Tortorella, the coach and the coaching staff for being willing to, a guy starts playing well. And you get rewarded with ice time. A couple of games ago, got moved up a line. And then as the game goes on, you get more and more ice time because you deserve it. You earn it. So he's been a, considered, I guess, a young player. Um, but really, he's 25. So he's not like a kid anymore. And he had that great break into the league with the hat trick uh, against Montreal back in the, back in the day. Oh, so I mean, with Montreal back in the day. So this is a, it's a real nice addition. The I guess what it is is the options that they have now to get somebody's going good, the options they have. And the downside is some guys are going to get, you know, some more time on the bench. But when you've got guys going like this, John Tortorella, and he's always done it throughout throughout his coaching career. If you're hot, you're going to get ice time. Yeah, it's going to come full circle for everyone. I mean, granted, you're going to have your guys that you know are going to get their ice time, like uh, Travis Konechny and Owen Tippett. Right now, you've seen the short end of the stick for someone like Cam Atkinson, who hasn't been clicking scoring goals. But you got to think it's going to take one game for Cam Atkinson to clip, and then he gets his ice time. And, and they're trying to find Risto more ice time. It's now a it's an awesome problem to have that you have too many guys playing well, and it's a kind of a puzzle to put this all together. Yeah, Atkinson uh, is a curious case because mm-hmm. he's he's had some breakaway opportunities, and. Uh, in, in many cases, you just say, well, the guy's getting chances. That means he's in the right place. We said that, you know, we've, we've said that with other players. Forster, he's just playing so well, he'll get his chance. As long as you're getting chances, I don't worry. But Atkinson's a guy who event, he has to finish uh, eventually. I mean, he's got to, he, you know, that's that's what he's there to, to, to break a ways to finish like that. So, I mean, and even, you know, even Tortorella, who, you know, loves the guys, had him before, he's a big part of this team. It's like, well, now you have to, now, you know, it's so much for being in the right place and getting chances. Now you got to finish. We're depending on you to finish. And that's where you see, even with a veteran, that's where you see pressing. Uh, because that's a guy who, you know, it's not like a bonus that he scores goals on a breakaway. It's like, this is why we pay you to score goals on the breakaway. Yeah, this is, this is why we do this. So now I, I think you're seeing a little bit here of a little bit of pressing by Atkinson. And as you say, it should come. Uh, we see with Couturier's come back from injury like Atkinson. It's taken a bit of time to get into some sort of stride. And Atkinson's at that point right now. But I just hope he doesn't – I don't care how much of a veteran you are. When you start pressing, it's, it's, a, it's a miserable place to be. Yeah, and sadly, he doesn't have the levity that a Tyson Forrester or a Bobby Brink have of being a young guy trying to figure yeah. it out. You are. You're expected to perform. And Cam Atkinson doing great things and making an impact doesn't have the goals to show for it.